time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Friday, July 3rd, 2020. Happy Independence Day to everybody out there. I know I'm a day early but we're not doing a show on the 4th of July, so uh, we'll just celebrate it a day early. You know what I mean? Uh, I think Independence Day should be celebrated annually. I think it's an unfortunate time in our country where people don't know the whole story about our independence, the Revolutionary War, the countless years of fighting that occurred, you know, there's been a lot of violence going around the past past couple weeks, and um, it's been pretty disturbing. I just can't imagine in the late 1770s being around with so much violence daily, yearly. The, the Revolutionary War was not just this couple of battles and it was over type of conflict. Battles waged from 1775 uh, through 1783. It was a long time. The Declaration of Independence was signed July 4th, 1776. The Founding Fathers declared independence, saying we no longer want to be under British rule. You know, the, the American colonies... Uh, were an opportunity for the British to expand, to uh, really invest in a new country, we'll say. <laughs> At the time, it wasn't yet uh, independent. It was just the, uh, the colonies. And, you know, the more and more I read into the Revolutionary War, the more I am just overcome with emotion about our country's history. I've seen movies, television shows, documentaries depicting those times in the American Revolution. But until you really think about some of the things that happened, the 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 violence, the just horrific battles, not only in battlefields, but in towns. The espionage, the, the spying, there's so many factors to it. It'd be hard for me to talk about one specific day, one specific battle, one specific moment. There's so many to count. I, I guess the best thing I can say on Independence Day is that for us to flip our hamburgers and jump in the pool and watch fireworks when the sun goes down, I think we also need to look back, look back at the events that really happened. The battles at Saratoga, Valley Forge, um, 
those countless moments, the crossing of the Delaware. These are events that happen that you hear about, but you may not know a whole lot about. I think people need to go back and look at some of these moments in history. You know, there's a lot of talk about history recently. Um, but you know what? There were some pretty amazing things that happened in our history. Really think about it. It was just a bunch of peasants and farmers and militia that formed a nation. In my opinion, the greatest nation on this planet. The British Army was arguably the most powerful army in the, on the planet at the time. One of the strongest militaries out there. And for the colonials to stand up against that force is really something special. Now, I don't want to hear anyone talking about well, in today's world, that's is, this is what's going on. We are standing up against a tyrannical government and forming our own. People that believe that are completely disrespecting the colonials, our founding fathers, all the people who went through hell to form this country. I've talked about it before, but the television show, Turn, it's on Netflix. It was on AMC. Very well done show, talking about the spies in the Revolutionary War. There were spies on both sides, and it really focuses a lot on George Washington spies how information at that time, as is in many military conflicts, information was so important. They didn't have technology. They had to be creative. Had to infiltrate the enemy. They had to do all these things. I can't say it enough. For those who haven't seen it, I mean, spend some time and go watch a show like that. There's a lot of good television out there, but I'm always intrigued by things that actually happened from a historical standpoint. And it's television. You know, sometimes things are manipulated a little bit. There's some liberties taken. But overall, I love shows that really talk about history and put you in those moments. Fourth of July, what it means to me, I remember as a kid, the Fourth of July, that was just what you, what you called it, Fourth of July. Well, it's actually Independence Day. And... I remember it always being a big deal in the summertime, usually a lot of swimming and doing something other. But at night, you go watch the fireworks. And I remember as a kid asking my dad, like, why do we watch fireworks on the 4th of July? And my dad explained it to me the best I could or best he could. It stuck out to me because it was one of the first times he explained to me about other people doing stuff for me. And it really stood out to me. He basically explained the fireworks are to kind of remind us of the battles that were fought uh, for our freedoms. The fireworks are loud and they're, they're bangs and they, they light up the sky um, they're not real bombs, but they're to remind us of all the bombs that our soldiers went through, the firepower, all of the conflicts and, and battles that people have gone through for us. And as a little kid, I was thinking to myself, well, that's interesting. I always thought it was cool playing army, army and bad guys and uh, playing with army men and such. But another moment I remember seeing on movies, soldiers dying or soldiers charging into uh, fire, cannon fire or 
gunfire. And I remember asking my dad, hey, what, dad, why did, why did they do all that? And again, my dad would try to explain it to me and say, they did that for you. And as a little kid, I didn't quite get it, but I was trying to wrap my head around it. And he went on to tell me that basically the cause these soldiers were fighting for, they felt so strongly about that they thought about you, Matt, in 1990-whatever. They thought about you, and they knew that they had to give their lives so that you, someone they would never meet, could have a better life. They did it for you. And that always stuck with me. And I appreciate that so much from my dad because he got very serious when he talked about that stuff. And it's always stuck with me. Anytime has char- someone has charged a machine gun nest, anytime someone has charged with a, a bayonet or attacked or just tried to muscle up the courage to do these heroic acts, they were doing it for me. They have done it for me. They've done it for me and millions of other people. And I can't tell you how just powerful that is. It's an unbelievable feeling to think of soldiers. And we're talking about the, I would say mainly the Revolutionary War because it's Independence Day and it's relevant. But it really goes for any military um, action. But I can't put myself in the shoes of the soldiers in the American Revolution. I've tried countless times and I come to tears. I can't imagine taking a brief moment to take a couple breaths, to say a prayer, to think of my family, And then go do something that will probably get me killed. And making my peace with God in that very moment and then attacking or following an order. Knowing that I am giving of myself and my life for the United States of America. And for all the people that are in the country now and all the people that will be Americans down the road. It is so humbling. It is, I I can't even put the words in. I, I see guys, you know, in movies and everything and, you you the best movies or the best shows are the ones where you see the hesitation in their faces that's real to me all the training everything you do and then you're put in a situation where it's go time can't wait this is something you got to do and I don't hold it against anyone who chose not to. I just can't imagine sitting there looking across the way and seeing the British Army and thinking, you know what? We're probably going to lose. I'm probably going to die. But you know what? There's a chance that by me doing these things that I could be a small part of the creation of the United States of America. As much as I want to try to put myself in those shoes, in those soldiers' heads, I don't know that I could ever 
come anywhere near the courage to go through with that stuff, to take my musket, stand next to my buddies, fellow soldiers, and just go, knowing that I'm probably going to die, but my death, my sacrifice will help form the United States of America and give us independence. I just can't imagine that. I've tried so many times. It's really unbelievable. If you are sitting at home or you're in your car or you're out working out, right? Whatever you're doing, put yourself, try to put yourself in those guys' shoes. Close your eyes. Open them. See yourself on that field. See yourself in those towns. Knowing every decision you make could be your last. And what are you doing it for? Yeah, your family. But you also want to live with your family. You also want to experience life with your family. The comment my dad said could not be more true. Those guys who came before us, the brave soldiers, they paved the way for all of us. The fortunate ones were able to survive and take part in this life and being in this country and, and living and starting, starting the United States of America. But there were a lot of unlucky ones. And I'm sure they were scared. I'm sure they were terrified. But they were so inspired and cared so much about the people that would come after them that they were willing to make the ultimate sacrifice. And that is just something... It's to this day, I see that those moments in movies or read about heroism and I can't control my emotions. I lose it because I love seeing people do selfless things. I love people giving them the, seeing people give them themselves and just do something, quite honestly, I don't think I could ever do. I'd like to think I could. But those people who fought in the Revolutionary War and all of our fallen soldiers over the years, they're the ones who've made this country great. Country's under attack these days. There's people who are not happy. Well, you know what? We've got some pretty amazing people. Some of the best people to ever set foot on this planet to sacrifice to themselves and pave the way for all of us today. And on Independence Day, those are the people I think of. The people that could have so easily given up and walked away and said, no, this is too much for me. But they were some of the bravest people that have ever walked on our land. And they're people that make me proud to be an American each and every day, not just on Independence Day. The Colonials and all those who fought to gain American independence, you guys are special people, and uh, we can't let your memories fade off. It's up to us to honor you, to remember you, and try our best to live our best lives because 
of what you did for us because you're of your actions in looking forwards hundreds of years for us and giving of yourselves for us. I walked through a county courthouse square. On a park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, nah, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole has leaned a little bit, and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat, and I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware, and it got powder burned the night Francis Scott Key sat watching it writing, Oh, say can you see. And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag, but she waved on, though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville, and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea and Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam. And now they've about quit waving her back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned dishonored, denied, and refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare and wearing thin. But she's in good shape for the shape she's in. Because she's been through the fire before, and I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning. We take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground, and we fold her up right. On second thought, I do like to brag, because I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. Well, guys, it's Friday, and on the past couple Fridays, we've been doing a new segment called Suds with Studs. Basically, talk about somebody that uh, we would love to have a beer with, just sit down and uh, you know, if it were possible, of course, many of them are people who have passed away because uh, they are from, uh, you know, a long time ago in history or from uh, people recently that uh, unfortunately passed away in some of their um, courageous actions, we'll say. Uh, I, I didn't necessarily intend this to just be Medal of Honor winners, but uh, it's really hard to, I guess, go another direction when uh, the people who've won the Medal of Honor are such special people. It's I see it as the highest uh, honor you can achieve in, in this country. Uh, the military, it's the highest military honor, uh, hands down. But uh, it's it's not just given out; it's it's earned. It's through tremendous acts, uh, just just moments in time and and people that uh, went above and beyond and just didn't care about their lives. They, they put their lives secondary to the people they were trying to save. Uh, so this is our third week in a row where we're going to talk about um, a Medal of Honor winner. And I w- wanted to find something in the Revolutionary War since it is Independence Day tomorrow. But I thought I'd share something, uh, uh, basically a two-for-one uh, today rather than uh, try to dig up something too much in the Revolutionary War. A lot of heroes there. Um, The Medal of Honor wasn't uh, awarded until the 1800s. But anyway, we will talk about two men today. They were awarded the Medal of Honor at the same time. They, um, if you've seen the movie Black Hawk Down, it's about an operation in 1993 in Somalia. Uh, it was a deployment of, of Army Rangers and uh, Delta 
and they were in Somalia uh, fighting a warlord there who was um, basically, I mean, killing his own people. It was a genocide. There's all kinds of issues uh, about the the, uh, the conflict there. But I will say these two men, you can't talk about one without the other uh, because they did it at the same time. And they were awarded the Medal of Honor for their brave actions. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie or read the book, uh, the book is very good as well. But the movie really shows uh, shows you what they did, gives you a really good idea, understanding of what these two men did. Uh, if you don't know the story, we'll try to summarize it for you. 1993, um, like I said, uh, America had troops in Somalia because there were some uh, heavy issues over there. Uh, the warlord Adid was uh, killing his own people, starving them, taking all their money, or their money, other food. Um, there was some attacks on a uh, U.S. military personnel um, that uh, were were trying to conduct, you know, a humanitarian missions. So that is why uh, America uh, really stepped it up and got involved, uh, boots on the ground, if you will. Uh, there's a lot more to it than that, I'm sure, but but that's kind of the summary. Um, but anyway. Um, the Rangers and Delta conducted an operation to go capture some of Adid's uh, top people. Uh, it was a daytime mission, um, October 3rd. And uh, unfortunately, uh, with RPGs, the, the militia in the city shot down not one but two uh, Black Hawk helicopters. Um, the second helicopter that went down was piloted by Michael Durant. And there were four crew members, I believe. Uh, they went down and uh, the city, the militia, everyone started to descend upon the crash site. Uh, Durant was alive. The other members of his crew were either dead or uh, clinging to life. And from the air, there, were, there was a, a helicopter uh, carrying... Uh, some Delta snipers, Gary Gordon and Randy Shughart. They were Delta snipers doing what they could from the air. Uh, but, you know, there was risk that they didn't want to lose another helicopter after two two uh, Blackhawks had already been shot down. So they were from the air doing what they could. They could look down, though, and see that the city was kind of descending on this helicopter. They weren't sure if anyone was alive uh, in the helicopter but uh, they also were hoping that there was men alive in the helicopter. Anyway, uh, Gary Gordon and Randy Shuhart, they both volunteered not once, not twice, three times to be placed down at the crash site, set up a perimeter, and just give these guys a chance, give their, their fallen comrades a chance if they were alive. They did not know if they were alive, of course. They went in there just trying to hold off the city on these guys who were pretty much defenseless uh, being in critical condition, or most of them dead already. Uh, they could see this from the air, that things were not looking good. So they volunteered to go down. They had to get uh, be told by command, like, uh, I cannot guarantee you when support will arrive. And they still wanted to go in. They both knew that by going in there, uh, it was pretty much a suicide mission. Going, going down there, they were more than likely not going to survive, even though they were two heavily armed individuals and snipers, good sharpshooters. Uh, they could only hold off so many people from overrunning the crash site. But they went in anyway, uh, hoping and praying that they could hold off uh, people long enough for support to arrive. Uh, they went in there. Michael Durant was the pilot. He was removed from the helicopter. Uh Put aside, he had uh, severe injuries, uh, could not move, so they couldn't move him out of there, and the city was coming down on them anyway. So these two uh, snipers did everything they could, uh, shot as many uh, rounds as they could to try to hold hold off the, uh, the crowd, but they eventually, both of them fell. They were both killed, and uh, Michael Durant was uh, taken – hostage taken as a prisoner, if you will, um, uh, as a prisoner of Adid. Uh, it took many days, but he was eventually released. So Michael Durant survived uh, the, the crash. He survived the mob overrunning the crash site, 
and he survived being in captivity. Um, I know he's written a book about the situation as well. Uh, it's just a powerful, powerful story. If you have not seen the movie, uh, I, I know it's very violent for some of you who may not uh, like that stuff, but I can't tell you what that movie does for me every time I see it, especially in that moment when uh, Gary Gordon and Randy Shuhart make that decision to go down, knowing very well they will probably not live. And they will just, they just wanted to defend the crash site and, and hope for the best and buy, buy their guys some time. Well, uh, I can't think of anything that is more inspiring than that. That is more of a uh, courageous act. Those two are extreme. I mean, the Medal of Honor is, is awarded to so many incredible people. I just cannot imagine uh, making that decision. I touched on it a little bit in the intro talking about putting yourselves in the shoes of soldiers in the revolutionary war and trying to get in their mind of going to do something, uh, charging or, um, you know, doing whatever they had to, uh, with an operation, just, uh, executing, uh, plans and operations in, in extreme danger and these two guys, uh, Gary Gordon and Randy Shugart, they did it. That's an unspeakably, I just can't put into words what that is. Looking down there and seeing thousands of people pretty much getting ready to rush this crash site and do who knows what to the uh, the bodies of your fellow soldiers. And uh, they decided to go down in there uh, and, and pretty much sign their, their death. And that's just, it's sad, but it's incredibly inspiring as well. Uh, you know, there's a lot of skeptics about that whole operation and, and everything that happened. But again, you put, uh, put politics, you put all that stuff aside when you see true heroism like that. I mean, that's just incredible. So Randy, Shugart, Gary Gordon, you are two guys I would love to sit down and have a beer with. You are true heroes. Uh, God bless you for your sacrifice and for your service uh, just, just incredible. And you know what, in today's age, when everybody seems to be worked up over, um, you know, doing anything for anybody, you know, uh, I just, I just can't imagine, uh, the sacrifice without hesitation and actually requesting it multiple times to get in there. Uh, you know, I don't think they would, anybody would fault them for not going in there and doing that. Uh, but they took it upon themselves to make that request. And again, if you, if you have not seen the movie, uh, it's Black Hawk Down. Uh, it's also a, a book of the um, of the same title uh, by Mark Bowden. And, uh, you know, Michael Durant ended up writing a book called In the Company of Heroes. So he survived. Uh, they saved his life because who knows what would have happened to him otherwise. Um, and, and you know what? I just it's powerful stuff. And, and I say that all the time, but, but it really is. And that's what we're looking for in our Friday segment here of uh, suds with studs, just talking about uh, people who can inspire us, who are heroes. I know I'm three weeks in a row now on medal of honor winners, but it's really hard not to, when you hear stories like that and, and they just inspire you and, and you try to ask yourself, man, I don't know that I could ever do that. I really don't. I, 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 I wish I, I wish I could. I don't know. I just, I don't think I could sitting here talking into a microphone. I, I just don't think I could do that. And and those, those two men are tremendous uh, people, incredible heroes. And, and they're, they are right there with the list of the other people we've had uh, spoken of the past couple weeks regarding uh, the medal of honor and our suds with studs segment. So Gary Gordon, Randy Shughart, I salute you. Uh, it's the 4th of July tomorrow. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about the Revolutionary War and our thoughts are kind of there. But you know what? This was an operation uh, in a conflict that, um, you know what, not many people know about unless they saw that movie, uh, read those books. And, and you are just truly inspiring people. And uh, there's countless people like you uh, out there that uh, I want to talk about and continue to talk about every single Friday. So thank you, gentlemen. I salute you so much. Can't express my gratitude for uh, your bravery, your heroism, your courage. Uh, my goal is to just continue to talk about more people uh, like you every single Friday in our Friday segment, Suds with Studs. While the storm clouds gather far across the sea,
Let us swear allegiance to a land that's free. Let us all be grateful for a land so fair as we raise our voices in a solemn prayer. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. Do you guys ever just have that feeling about holidays? You just have like, okay, Christmas morning. Christmas morning feels absolutely a certain way, right? I mean, it's just this special feeling as soon as you wake up. The anticipation actually starts the night before when you go to bed, Christmas Eve. Uh, Thanksgiving, kind of the middle of the day type of a holiday where, uh, you know, all the smells, all the cooking's going on, uh, kind of the afternoon into the early evening. It just feels like Thanksgiving, right? Uh, you could say the same thing about Halloween as kind of the sun starts to go down. Uh, you know what? Halloween is upon us, right? There's just there's just certain feels. Like to me, uh, Saturdays always feel like Saturday. Sundays always feel like Sundays. I don't know if I'm just crazy and that is something that uh, <laughs> I, I just experience and nobody else does. But uh, I think no matter what time of year it is, certain days just feel like, okay, yeah, this, this just feels like this day. Well, with Independence Day, the 4th of July, to me, it also always has that feel. It's similar feeling to like Memorial Day. It's a summer holiday, right? There's, there's obviously a lot of barbecues. People are outdoors. There's a lot of swimming. Um, you may or may not get together as much as uh, some of those other holidays as far as like big hall, you know, bigger hall. I shouldn't say big holidays because uh, Independence Day is as big as they come, as is Memorial Day. Uh, but certain days, they just feel different. And so the 4th of July to me will always be that um, outside barbecue, uh, pool party. Uh, and as, as the sun starts to go down, you know, you kind of you kind of dry off. Uh, you know, the adults are having some beverages outside. Uh, the kids just can't wait for fireworks as the sun starts to go down. If you're in a legally uh, legal firework zone, a, legal, a city that has legal fireworks, you start to see the sparklers and all these different things. And uh, yeah, then after it gets dark and people are either going off to a fireworks show or people are on a sidewalk um, in chairs looking out in the distance of fireworks shows. It's just Fourth of July has all these feels to it. And it just, it always feels like Fourth of July on Fourth of July. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, it just does. I spent a lot of Fourth of Julys on the road. I spent them uh, in, let's see, Yakima, Washington uh, stands out to me. Where was I in the Midwest? The Midwest, I was in uh, uh, somewhere in Illinois, I want to say. Uh, I was in uh, Florida a couple times for the Fourth of July. I mean, very different places. And it was always cool to me to see people come together, like everyone's celebrating. There's a few knuckleheads and I'm sure there will be on Saturday who are going to uh, make the 4th of July about them rather than the people that have come before them and have sacrificed so much for us for our independence. Uh, they'll make it about them and it'll take away. But I think the majority of people uh, are not just grilling uh, on the barbecue just to do it. I think there's a special appreciation when you first start seeing those fireworks go off at night, you definitely feel the connection. You feel the connection to the people you're next to. You you see the people respond. Uh, the kids, a lot of them, you know, they they love seeing the fireworks. And I think the adults who see the fireworks, uh, it takes you back a little bit to your younger days. And being so excited that it is the 4th of July. As a minor league baseball umpire, I have seen my fair share of fireworks shows. We always tried to get out of the stadium as quick as possible uh, when there were fireworks after games because we wanted to beat the crowd. You know, there was thousands of people in the stands. We would rush 
into our locker room, shower as quick as possible. If there was food there, we'd take it with us. And I've been driving away from stadiums plenty of times in the minor leagues as fireworks are going off and everyone's still in the stands. Uh, So those are some of my memories from like 4th of July, but also any fireworks night, really. Uh, I I remember being in Yakima, Washington, and I think we had an earlier game or maybe a fast game. I don't remember, but I remember being out on the balcony of my hotel room looking out and seeing uh, people gather on the streets and then the fireworks in the distance. And so, again, no, I don't think – how do we say this? No matter where you're at, again, I think the 4th of July feels – like 4th of July, you get that feeling of, yeah, this is independence day. This is red, white, and blue, man. This is, this is us. This is the beginning of our country. This is, you know, the, the revolutionary war. I don't think they totally achieved peace until 83. And it was September, I believe was when a treaty was signed. Uh, But, you know, the declaration of independence really is what kicked everything off. And so July 4th, 1776, um, you know, those were brave men who signed that, um, declaration knowing full well that, uh, they would probably suffer for that, either be killed or, um, be in some pretty negative experiences, um, really suffer for their actions. And so you can talk about founding fathers all you want and their personal lives and, uh, things they were doing that were wrong. But I think you got to also take a step back and truly realize what that was like to sign basically for a lot of them, uh, sign their death, their death sentence. Um, not all of course, but you know, July 4th, 1776. If you're not fully aware of that moment in our history, uh, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you're just someone who sees fireworks as something that's fun every year in the middle of summer, well, to me, there's a lot more to it. There's so much more. You see the bombs bursting in air, if you will. I mean, all you got to do is listen to the words in the national anthem to really uh, get an understanding of the fireworks and the explosions and what it was like. Um, and again, that was written in the War of 1812, uh, not during the Revolutionary War, but that's uh, that's also another another subject for another day, I'm sure. Uh, but you know, our national anthem, there's some some skepticism on that even these days, and, and it's sad, it's unfortunate because, I mean, those words to me, my hand over my heart, listening to the actual words and picturing the the violence that is going, that is going on or has gone on around our, you know, our military and and our, and our flag. Uh, It's got to just hit your heartstrings a little bit. I mean, it's not just some song. It's not just some tune you play. Uh, It's, there's a lot of violence in the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. I think that is the, the, the story there that so much, was captivated in that moment when it was written again during a battle and the picture of the flag and how it stood tall. And, you know, anytime there are fireworks, that's what I think of. I think of our flag. I think of the United States flag blowing in the wind with all kinds of conflict going around, going around it. And arguably, there's a lot of that today. It pains my soul when I see the American flag burned. I think it is uh, a despicable act. I don't see any excuse for it. Some people call it a protest. It, it's uh, it's not. It's uh destroying something that represents so much of us, so many of us. And uh, I hate seeing it. It kills me when citizens of our own country do it. And it bothers me even when people around the world do it. The American flag has been there through thick and thin. 
And unfortunately, some people just see it as a piece of cloth. Stars and stripes, doesn't matter. And it's just, uh, won't get too, too worked up in that as far as uh, negativity. I, I want to say that the 4th of July is a special time. And I really hope and pray that people don't just brush by it, not think much of it. Unfortunately, the way things are going in school these days, I have a feeling that uh, it's, I don't know, it'll, it'll be pushed aside one day or attempted to. Some of the stuff I hear these days, I'm so, I just find it crazy. <laughs> People, you want to do what? You want to take what out of schools? You want us to not, you want us to have a new what? Like, it's unbelievable. There's no respect for our foundations uh, or our culture. It's crazy. Part of the United States of America, what's great about it is the, the, the many cultures, the many types of people that are here. But when we constantly uh, bash the American flag, bash America, we are not paying tribute to the many different people who are in this country. And that's another thing that 4th of July and Independence Day is for me. It's something that's very special where we can reflect and look on all the, all the different people and all the different backgrounds. And everyone looking up and seeing the fireworks. It's a special moment. It's a very, very special moment. And um, I wish I saw more American flags up at houses. Unfortunately, we don't see that as much anymore. I've even seen some American flags torn down by people. And that's unfortunate. So um, the American flag, 4th of July, Independence Day. Those are symbols of our freedom and moments every year we have an opportunity to reflect on just how special our country is and how fortunate we are. There's no other place I'd rather be than in the United States of America. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I've worked for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today, because the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I'd gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Because there ain't no doubt, I love this land. God bless the USA. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston and New York to L.A., where's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say that I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. And I'd gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Well, guys, I do want to wish everybody a happy Independence Day. Have a happy 4th of July, whatever you end up doing. Be safe out there. Uh, let's try to start things in a, in a new direction, right? Let's try to, uh, you know, get this country moving in the right direction. Let's celebrate uh, the diversity that we have in this country. Let's celebrate um, all the different walks of life and all the different uh, people who are here. Uh, it's what makes our country great. Uh, let's try to, try to do away with some of this divisiveness, right? Some of this... Uh, uh, division we, we have these days. I think, uh, you know, hopefully today or tomorrow, that is, with uh, being 4th of July, we can 
unite a little bit. We are the United States of America. Uh, we come from so many different places. We have uh, various family histories, uh, so many different walks of life, as I mentioned, in this country. And you know, no country is perfect. Uh, countries uh, in history uh, has has their uh, you know their bumps and bruises and their and their their moments where you know what they they didn't uh, do the best of things. But I can honestly say I'm a firm believer that the America has done more good than bad. Uh, they 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 have p- put out more good people in this world than bad. Uh, Americans, we can all do our part to make things better, to really take pride in the American flag, to show respect to our history, to show respect to the flag, to our culture, uh, all the things that make this country great. I think we can embrace and move forward together. Uh, and, and I think this is a really good time with everything that's going on uh, this year. This this year, 2020 is just over half over uh, with the first six months kind of being pretty rough. You know, it's July. It's a new month. Um, tomorrow will be July 4th. I think this is a great opportunity for us to be a second half team, to be a second half, uh, a comeback story, one for the ages. I mean, uh, we are we are very down and low right now, these first six months of 2020. Uh, my prayer is that we move forward and can achieve great things if we uh, just unite together. It's the United States. We can do it. I know we can. I have faith in us. There's uh, plenty of uh, angry people. There's plenty of people that uh, we will not all agree on on things. But I think overall, if we work together, we listen to each other, we embrace American values, we we uh, we honor the flag, we honor our history, all those who've come before us and done so many great things for all of us. I think we can uh, we can make a lot of great changes. We really can. Fourth uh, of July, I'm excited about. I'm excited about it every year. I try to uh, take a moment every day to appreciate that I am here in America and fortunate enough to live in the the, uh, land of the free and the home of the brave. So guys, everyone be safe out there. Enjoy your 4th of July. Enjoy your barbecues, your pool parties, your fireworks. Uh, You know, hug those close to you a little tighter. Uh, It's a a special time. Uh, Independence Day, just embrace it. Feel it. Know that 4th of July is different. Independence Day is different. And we have to embrace these freedoms every single day, but especially on the 4th of July, uh, if we want to make uh, make progress and move forward. So guys, I will say God bless all of you. God bless America. Uh, it's a great day. It's a great week. I can't wait to uh, jump on again next week with some more episodes. But guys, whatever you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. <laughs>